上热。Welcome back, listeners, to Toy Story Minute, the podcast where we talk about Toy Story 2, Cowgirls and Angels, Dakota Summer, one minute at a time. <laughs> that was a really deep pull. I've never even heard of that. Me neither. <laughs> it has its own Wikipedia article that is like half a page long. I'm John. I'm Jeb. And we have Scott Garelli. Hey guys. How is your Cowgirls and Angels Dakota summer, Scott? <laughs> it's been cold. Surprisingly cold so <laughs> for far. For summer? Cold yeah. for a Dakota summer. Yeah. yeah. Well, Dakota's the character, I think. Oh. I'm not 100% sure, but okay. yes. I've never seen Cowgirls and Angels, the first one. Me neither. So this minute, minute 22, starts with Woody giving up on trying to unscrew a screw with his bare hands like a... Oh, it really bugs me for some reason. And it ends with the back of a box. And mm. we get to see all sorts of cool phrases. Mm-hmm. This is a banger of a minute yes it is we get mm-hmm. two of the greatest characters oh my god okay the two new characters in the film yes yes the ones that i guess have the most lasting impact mm-hmm. on the series mm-hmm. well mrs potato head does a lot in the third one I don't yeah know, she bullseye. does maybe she beats out bullseye but so, I love this, just the the angle, the camera angle for Woody pulling on the thingy, because you see, like, a blur of brown. Just, yeah. yeah. It's in, like, I think, like, four frames. You can see Bullseye just flopping out that box. Yeah. Okay, so Bullseye rolls a nat 20 on his stealth check, obviously, <laughs> and it is already ridiculous that he somehow got around Woody because there's no cover or anything. Yeah, no, because Woody turns around as soon as he hears the box open. Yeah, yeah, and there's a trail going right up to him, so Bullseye <gasps> must have walked that closely to him. Plus, there's no room between Woody and the wall for him to get behind him. He just... How did this happen? Oh, my just, gosh. Just Bullseye being Bullseye. Yeah, man. Yeah. He's he's a smart one. <laughs> he's kind of a... I mean, he's kind of a ragdoll sort of yeah. thing so yeah. i mean i mean much like woody so he could have like flopped down on the ground and crawled like a bug yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could see it and then when he wants to just pop up and yeah yeah he just crawled between woody's legs and then <laughs> it's a good thing i mean we never established if woody has a ding dong but it's a good thing toys don't feel pain because right. a horse picking you up like that ouch ah wow uh-huh. it, it's amazing i love bullseye though because he's the most confusing toy to me because he's dog smart instead yeah. of people smart the dog character yeah he's yeah. dog smart and yeah. yet this one is the dog character is people smart mm-hmm. yeah the dog can talk yeah but Bullseye the horse for some can't. reason can't. Yeah, which I found out that in the original, he, was, uh, he could. Talk. Yeah, he. But I found out that he was going to be voiced by Martin Short. Oh, really? Yeah. And then they were like, Nah, he, he's not. He's not going to talk. Which I mean, did it they do is, it because they didn't want Martin Short, or were they just no? Like, I think it's they just wanted him to be like more sympathetic and innocent. Mm, which mm. it's very strange because he's the only one without a backstory. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have no idea where Bullseye came from. and like. Because he can't talk about anything. So. We, we talked some last week about like how common do you think each of the toys was? Like, oh yeah, we did. How hard they were to find. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Bullseye seems like he'd be fairly common because he can go with any other toy. Yeah, he's just a, a horse. The prospector yeah. is definitely the uh, easiest uh, find. Yeah, he's like the uh, what is it, Constable Zuvio or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, or um, what was it in the best Christmas movie of all time, Jingle All the Way, Booster. 
Oh, oh yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love that movie. It's so bad. But Bullseye carries on the Disney tradition of, of complex animal politics. Yeah. Because... Yeah, why is he a dog, but the dog is a person? Much like, why do Pluto and Goofy exist? That doesn't... They're like contradictory I dogs. Saw, yeah. I saw a thing <laughs> earlier this week that was like, asking why Goofy and Pluto are both dogs, but they're different, is asking if humans evolved from monkeys, why they're still monkeys. <laughs> I love the idea of like parallel evolution. Like apes turn into humans and dogs turn into Goofies. <laughs> <He'd> be beautiful. <laughs> well, but the problem with that is that the, it's a misnomer to say that people evolve from apes. Yeah, well, because yeah, yeah. It wasn't at, they weren't actually apes. They were like yeah, they were ape-like thing. Yeah, yeah they were pre-human. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The whole um, the whole phrase is messed up. We right. talked about this, I think, when Tim Allen tweeted, "If humans evolve from apes, why are there still apes?" Yeah, we did because oh. Tim Allen is such a smart man. Yeah, he's very he's very smart. <laughs> oh boy, guys, did you know that Hollywood is? Uh, they just really have it out for him. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, poor guy. Yeah. Guy. <laughs> but then the other tradition that he carries on is the horse dog, which is a Disney trope. Of, Not just yeah. the horse dog. All animals are, are very dog-like. I mean, yeah. look at uh, Frozen. It's a reindeer that's a dog. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, then, true. Uh, what's the... the... I mean, that's practically a horse. Right? <laughs> oh, yeah, the chameleon. The Rapunzel one. Oh, no, yeah, I'm the, thinking the, of the, the, the horse right. and the dog, dog in that, too. Yeah. The horse, actually, yeah. I called him a dog, yeah. All yeah. the animals are dogs just because that's what we're familiar They're with. They're dog-like, yeah. I believe it's it. like man's best friend, yeah. so they're trying to make all like the animal companions like yes. man's best to friend to the point where they make dog noises. Yeah, like he pants yeah. and con- not barks, but still like like growls. Yeah, makes mm-hmm. dog. Can you imagine noises. a horse growling? No, <sighs> it's so strange. That would be terrifying. Yeah. Speaking of, this is one of the ones where I wanted to be the guy on the voice actor thing because Bullseye has the most prolific voice actor of all time voicing him mm. frank welker oh yeah i didn't he's even... definitely been That's, in movies is, that other people have done is that o- is that is that optimus <laughs> prime or megatron which guy is he's that? megatron he's megatron right okay here's a short list of the prominent roles that frank welker has had i had to like cut it down a lot he was abu slimer kermit and scooter and the muppet babies Megatron, Nibbler, both his speaking voice and his animal voice, Dr. Claw and Brain, the Lucky Cricket in Mulan, Totoro in English, Yoshi in the Mario Brothers movie, Sabor the Tiger in Tarzan, Station from Bill and Ted, the Dragon in Shrek, Max in How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original, Godzilla in America with Matthew Roderick, Curious George, Arthur's dog. He was the Sven in Frozen that we just mentioned. And he was, most notably, he's been Fred Jones from Scooby-Doo since 1969. And when the guy voicing Scooby-Doo died, he took over for Scooby-Doo, too. He has been voice acting for 40 years and is every animal you've ever heard. He once, they accidentally credited him in a cartoon until they realized their mistake that they'd actually gotten a clip of an actual horse. Oh. This dude... His, there, I saw a YouTube video of him making a like making his Abu voice and doing a fake capuchin monkey distress call in front of a cage full of monkeys that then freaked out over it. Oh my, oh my god. god. This dude has 813 credits on IMDb and they fully admit it is not complete at all. If you total the film gross of every like person who's been in a movie, there are only three people above this guy. Warwick Davis, who's been in every, like, Star Wars, of uh, the new Star Wars, all the Harry Potters, etc. Mm-hmm. 
Stan Lee, who's been in every Marvel movie, and Samuel Jackson, who's been in both yeah. Star Wars and Marvel <laughs> movies. He is incredibly, incredibly prolific. There is nothing like this guy. Like He's up there with like Mel Blanc in the voice actor Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. I think the craziest thing about that is I didn't even think to look up who voice acted for You never do. Bullseye. But like, it's almost always... Yeah, that wasn't even like days. a thought that I had until you were like, you yeah. want to hear who voiced him? Any and then you animal to actor, like, everybody. He's, not, he's not just Abu, he's also Raja and the Cave of Wonders. Oh my god. Yeah, he does everything. Frank Wilker is an... Like he, and he's not just in animation, like I said, he was stationed. You know, he, yeah. he does everything. It's crazy. Oh, he's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Insane. Um, yes. That's bullseye for you. Let's move on to Jesse, the best character in oh. all of Toy Story. Oh, yes. Jesse the Yodeling Cowgirl. I love her. She grabs Woody by the butt and picks him up and swings him around. By the butt. Yep. Well, no, she swings him by the neck eventually. I don't know. She's amazing, and the sad thing about her is, as we've been talking about a lot since, well, basically since Toy Story one ended emblematic of the problem with women in Pixar because Nancy Lasseter had to be like hey why don't you include like a girl for him to like be like yeah that's we probably should <laughs> and yet she's the best character I'm gonna say that's like, so she's strange got such because, a complex yeah that's so strange because John Lasseter is like such a good good respect for women yes guy. obviously <sighs> right oh, no man he's not. Jeez, this is just... I feel like half the time, whenever we mention any actor, I have to be like, ooh, I hope that they're not terrible. Yeah. I mean, you know that. I mean, Franco. Yeah, James yeah. Franco. Well, that one... Yeah, not yeah. good. Not good. Anyway, she's also the only toy that has green eyes or red hair in any of the movies, and she is in the National Cowgirl Museum Hall of Fame as the one fictional character in there. Because name another cowgirl. Exactly. <laughs> Calamity Jane? I guess. But, like, when's the last time you saw a Calamity Jane thing? Yeah, I no, mean, totally, sure. She's the only, like, modern cowgirl. Yeah. And, I don't know, she's great. I love that she's not just a female Woody. She's got a completely different personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just, oh, she's expertly acted. She's expertly, like, written. Just amazing. Joan Cusack. Joan, oh my god. Tell me about Joan Cusack, man. Joan Cusack, I've always had, since I was a kid, I've always had, like, a weird, non-romantic crush on Joan Cusack, where I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, I just, I wish she was, like, my big sister or something. Yeah. I want Joan Cusack to be my mom. Yeah. Yeah. She's, ugh. Yeah. She's the best. She's so good at playing the, like, strung up, tightly wound ready to burst yeah type yeah. lady the, the person with a lot of emotion underneath she has that, a lot of yeah. emotion that she doesn't like to show mm-hmm. she plays that in school of rock and uh that was the first thing i ever saw me in. too shameless yeah. oh yeah she's and very good at too, that in she's shameless. that whole like yeah she, she's very optimistic here but she has also a lot has that of sad, emotion like, mm-hmm. if you want to hear someone sounding like they're about to cry go to joan cusack she's yep. amazing oh yeah Gosh. She's awesome in uh, Gross Point Blank. That's probably the first oh, thing I ever yeah, saw. Oh, yeah, that in. too. Yeah. She is definitely, in my opinion, the superior Cusack. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Head over heels. Mm-hmm. If you're going to rank the Cusacks, sure. I'd put her over John. John. Yes. Yeah. I would call John Jones' brother rather than Yeah, Jones. oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
If I was to write a Hollywood article, it would say Joan Cusack's brother. Yeah. Not if I was talking about yeah. Joan Cusack, John Cusack's sister. It's like sure. when you saw like George Clooney and um, his wife. Yeah, I hate to say that because like I saw a bunch of things that were like, yeah, this amazing like philanthropist and her husband, some actor dude. Yeah, exactly <laughs> that kind of thing. God, I love Joan Cusack. She's so great. Yeah. Oh, and she's in uh she's in series of unfortunate events. She is. Oh, she's right. so good in that. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. That show is amazing. If it is. Why, are like, you why is why I isn't am, everyone talking about how good that show is? I don't know. Like it came out and I watched all the episodes and I was like, this is so good and mm-hmm. then like was waiting for somebody to bring it up. Yeah. And nobody did. Well that yeah. was my like even pre like Harry Potter, that was my first fandom as oh, a kid. I loved like, I, I got loved, so into like yeah. the the web rings and yeah. like theories about all yeah. the stuff going on, and VSD. that's another great thing about Justice Strauss's character is she's going to come back eventually. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, I love it. Yeah, guys, she's the best. Joan Cusack, well, hero. Abandon. Yeah, time to <laughs> abandon this podcast and make it a Joan Cusack podcast. <laughs> Joan Cusack is definitely an American treasure. She oh, is, yeah. without yeah. a doubt. She's up there. I mean, really, it's this is just two American treasures is what's happening on screen right yeah, now. Yeah, this it's, is just, yeah. Tom, I mean, Tom Hanks and Tom Joan Hanks Cusack are. Yeah. yeah. Tom two. Hanks, Joan Cusack, and Kelsey Grammer, who we're not even going to get to this minute, and Frank Welker. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. Stars. The talent Stunned. in this room. It's crazy. And Wayne Knight just Wayne Knight left comes the room back. and there's still yeah, talent Yeah, I know. There. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. So Man, good. what a room. From a design standpoint, there's a couple of things that I'm impressed with with Jesse. Um, okay. One, I love that her chaps match Woody's vest. Yes. Mm-hmm. And Just I love to, that you can see that she definitely is wearing them over jeans. Like, there's definitely mm-hmm. the care put into, like, the frills of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. It just instantly makes them look like part of a set. You know, mm-hmm. and then the other thing that I'm impressed by, just because I would never, ever, ever do this, I am impressed and baffled by why it works. Is her red hair and her red hat? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. that shouldn't work, but for some reason but it, it does. does. Yeah, yeah. I, she's got the yarn hair. Yeah, yeah. and it, well, it, it also kind of works because Woody has a brown hair and a brown hat. Mm, true. Yeah, I guess that's true. Fair oh enough. man, what if the prospector had a white hat? That'd be cool. <laughs> that would be cool. If only. <laughs> yeah. I just love Jesse. She's I feel like this is almost a footnote, but I mean, given some of what we've seen from, you know, lots of franchises and including Pixar, like she's not like drawn like a like a super hourglass busty lady or anything like she's no. exactly as like play designed and yeah mm-hmm. as woody like she nothing mm-hmm. is overtly like mm-hmm. it's not like over the top with her she even though like, her character is over the top she doesn't look like a barbie or anything yeah she's no 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 cowgirl yeah she's exact like if you put her and woody next to each other and just like did the outlines the difference wouldn't be like one that is gendered right it's a mm-hmm. ama- i love it God, Jesse's the best. They just did a such a good. Uh, she's so mm. much better than Senorita Cactus. Oh yeah, been. yeah. That was the original Jesse. <laughs> yeah, there. Jesse wasn't even supposed to be in the original script. Yeah, it was Senorita Cactus. Yeah, I think the only one who was really unchanged is the prospector. Yeah, he was always supposed to be a jerk. Mm-hmm. But Spoiler. I think in the original <laughs> script, he wasn't in his box still. Yeah, in the original script though, he and Senorita Cactus were basically the same person. Yeah. And they were both just snooty New York types. Yeah. You know, those mm. 
New York liberals. <laughs> yeah, that's... Ugh, we that's got, what you're going for. We're definitely going to have to talk about it in the credits a lot because that the original script is kind of problematic. Very. Yeah. And not just because it doesn't have Jessica in it. Yeah. Wasn't... I mean, part of the problem was that it wasn't technically going to be a Pixar movie at first, right? It was supposed to be like... Well, it was supposed to be Pixar, but it was supposed to be like... A direct-to-video. Direct-to-video, yeah. not in theaters. Oh, see, I, I always understood that it was Disney that was making the sequel, and then no, and then was, they saw it, yeah. and it was like, oh, no, 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 and took it <laughs> away from them. No, Steve Jobs is actually the one who said they had a Pixar guy, Ash Brandon, working on it, and Steve Jobs was like, hey, show this to Disney, and Disney didn't want to give it a theatrical release. That's how they didn't design it as one. They designed it as a 60-minute direct-to-video, mm-hmm. And they showed it to Disney, and Disney was like, okay, yeah, we have to do this. Because originally Disney had contracted Pixar for five original movies, and Mm -hmm. this isn't an original movie, so that's why this was going to be a DVD release. But then Disney got convinced, and that's why... Okay, this is good enough. Yeah, and that's why they had to revamp it, and that's also why the scheduling for this movie was a nightmare. Yeah. Mm. It's uh, it's amazing what they did with yeah, this. Yeah, Disney all of a sudden sprung on them. Hey, mm. you're going to make this a full movie instead of just a straight-to-video. So that's, that's more yeah. like what happened to uh, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Because that was, oh, yeah. was going to be a direct-to-video movie. And then just like at the last minute, I think there was like... Mm-hmm. I mean, it was literally like six months before. And they were like, hey, in six months, we're actually just going to release this in theaters. So... <laughs> And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> it's so weird how, like, the technical differences between some, like... L- like, when I look at a-, a Goofy movie, that should, for all intents and purposes, be a Disney animated canon feature. But it's not. Mm-hmm, for right. some reason. Or, like, the fact that The Rescuers Down Under was a theatrical release and was a Disney animated canon thing. Despite the fact that it's basically just exactly should be a direct-to-video. Like, nothing's wrong with it. Right. But it should be a direct-to-video sequel. Yeah. Like, it is exactly this formula for one. Mm-hmm. And this was the whole thing that made it, like, oh, Pixar does good on... Like, they put their heart into everything that they do. Mm-hmm. Even if it's not always good, like, they still put care into it. Yeah. They don't mm-hmm. just pump stuff out just mm-hmm. to pump stuff out. Yeah, I mean, they'll cancel it first. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, they have before. Right. The only exception to that rule is uh, the good dinosaur. They were just... I was going to say... They were yeah. just so they determined to make sure that got into theaters. They yeah. did cancel that a few times, and they canceled another one about... Um, Newt. That I think, yeah, the one about the, the Newts? Yeah. Yeah, Newt. Yeah. Yeah. Was it just called Newt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay. they they just recently canceled the species. Who who? Oh, it was Disney. Disney canceled the Jack and the Beanstalk movie. That they oh, were they did. Make. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, that's a little sad to me. Yeah, they canceled that a couple months ago. Couldn't make it work. Well, they already did the best Jack and the Beanstalk they could, but with, with Mickey Mouse in it. Yeah, yeah. better that than uh, the Good Dinosaur is what I'll say. Yeah, I still have not seen the Good Dinosaur, and I'm not in a rush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's baffling. Uh. <laughs> oh, but we, we, Jesse, getting back to Jesse's amazing, like, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, it's you, sweet mother of Abraham Lincoln. I think we mentioned this way back, but Tom Hanks's great, 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 great aunt, oh, Nancy yeah. Hanks, is Abraham Lincoln's mother. Yeah. Or was Abraham Lincoln's mother. Whoa. Yeah. yeah, it's a direct reference to that. Yeah. That explains a lot about Tom Hanks. 
he does an American <laughs> treasure while he's yeah. tall, gangly, and awkward, but very, very charming. While he's a pure, wonderful soul, and I really, really <laughs> hope that we don't have to take that back. Yep. Uh-huh. Oh, man. I don't want to say this about anybody in Hollywood, because, like, obviously... Don't put knows? people on pedestals. Don't put people on pedestals, but I think out of anybody in Hollywood, mm-hmm. if there was to come out about some scandal about them doing unsavory things, I think... If it came out about Tom Hanks, I'd probably be the most shocked. No, the most shocking to me would honestly be Danny DeVito. Oh, he's, yeah. he's done so much, like, anti-racist work and so much Yeah, he's such like, a, yeah. like... He'd he's be up there, too. Really yeah. 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 It's just funny, like, because he just plays such a scumbag in Sonny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. But Tom Hanks has played a scumbag before. Uh, League of Their Own. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Oh, but he was a scumbag with a heart of gold. Even <laughs> well, yeah, he's Tom Hanks. He right. can't not have a heart of gold. Yeah. I, I guess, well, Danny see... DeVito consistently plays, like, scumbags like Matilda. Yeah. Oh, um, man. Sonny, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. Well, he's not necessarily a scumbag in that. He's not just kind so of background. Kind of, I don't know. Yeah. I, he's not bad in, as Phil Actides, not necessarily, hmm. in uh, Hercules. Oh, yeah, no. he's But he's still, like, gruff. Oh, uh, uh, the Penguin in the best Batman movie? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. Second straight week talking about Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Yeah, man, Danny DeVito. Just so This is our Danny DeVito cast, fully DeVito. Featuring Joan Cusack. Yes, yes. <laughs> That move that Jesse does where she, like, swings him out on his pull string is, uh, mm-hmm. that's a sweet move. Uh, yeah, that's like a dance move. Yeah. I want to see Jesse on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I'd be swept yeah. off my feet. Right? Uh, yeah. And he does the, again, we've noted this, is really weird about this movie. The only pull string quote in this movie is, there's a snake in my boot. Yeah. Hmm. Like, he, he never says, you know, you're my favorite deputy or anything else in this movie. It's always the snake in my boot. Mm. Like, they got really attached to it for this one mm-hmm. movie. It's certainly the most quotable, just because it's iconic. it's so weird. It's just such yeah. a weird... It's a weird thing to make, to be a catchphrase. Yeah. And so it's, it make, the, it's kind of funny. I don't know. It's probably yeah. the most cowboy-y besides maybe Reach for the Reach Sky. Reach for the Sky. Yeah, because, I mean, Reach for the Sky is definitely the most cowboy but yeah. besides that, like, there's a snake in my boot. It's so southern. It's so, like, unique. Like, somebody's poison in the water hole isn't as much. Like, somebody who's poisoned in the water hole, you could say that about, like, oh no, there's danger. There's a snake in my boot. It's so odd. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love it. Mm-hmm. And it's a plot point in the third one, as I've mentioned a billion times. Like, I feel like I mentioned that every time it happens. Mm-hmm. Man, I love Woody. I love Joan Cusack. I love every... I love... This is a good movie, guys. Yeah, so, here, here's something, though, that I have a question about with this... Sure. Jesse and Bullseye's reaction to Woody. I find very interesting because, I don't know, it makes me ask questions about toys and their relationships to each other because there is a bunch of Woodies made. So, does it matter right. which Woody would have shown up? They would have been equally excited about any Woody? So, and, well, and It's really strange because, as we've addressed this before, that Woody is rare because he's the main character. Right. He should be really easy to find. And this is why that one fake news story that was the whole, you know, Woody yeah. was a prototype thing, it kind of falls apart for several reasons, but it right. does at least explain why Woody is so hard to find, where you would think that Jesse would probably be the hardest to find. Right, because she's, like, yeah. she's a side character. Sneaky Pete, no one bought him, mm-hmm. and yeah. Bullseye is kind of an accessory to Woody, even mm-hmm. though he acts a lot more like Jesse's horse yeah. in right. the movies. Yeah. So, like, you would think that if anyone's hard to find... You know It'd what? be Jesse. No, it would be the critters. Ah. <laughs> there you go. 
I still stand by what I said last week with the whole, uh, he was an original Woody and then they all got wear and tear and then... Or they got, like, the hat molded to the head. Yeah, exactly, like, the new ones, like, they... Or they lost their hats. They lost the hat, or the hat started being made, like, molded to the head, Because the hat, I mean, the hat's more important in the original draft, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And they do place some emphasis on it here, where he's like, oh no, I can't find my hat in the beginning. Mm -hmm. The hat is very important to making Woody a collector's item. I think without the hat, he wouldn't be nearly as important Mm -hmm. right and do all of the toys go through what buzz went through in the first movie if they did woody would know his place right and the fact that none of the toys that the toys are really confused when buzz doesn't understand and that woody even has the whole thing of oh all this time i thought it was a joke Mm -hmm. means that this is something unique to the star command franchise because zerg does it too and so the alien i still i think that was still building up to what this the third movie was supposed to be about with the buzz recall. The buzz recall. There's yeah. a defect. Yeah. All that good stuff. Mm. Or at least it was, you know, what they were going to build it up yeah, to. That yeah. Was what, that yeah. was, yeah. So then, okay, so then if that's only for the, the Buzz Lightyear Star Command line of toys, or if those are the only ones having that problem, then why are they so excited to be reunited with Woody? Because it's not like... Because now they can go to the Kanishi Toy Museum. I think that's the whole reason. Okay. Otherwise, they're just in storage and... Jesse especially hates it in storage. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's yeah. That's yeah. what I got from it's, it. It's okay. all because Woody means that, that they get collection. to go. They get to move on to the next and step. They get to, yeah, yeah. And okay. Let's be real. Before now, I mean, we see later Jesse be very capable, but before now, Jesse's the one who is going through this whole depression and everything. Bullseye's a horse, and Stinky Pete. Everyone thinks is. Like, in a box, he can't do anything. Mm -hmm. They need a leader. They need someone bringing them together. And it can't be Jesse because of this trauma. So it has to be Woody. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. It's very interesting how Woody kind of rallies people together. Mm -hmm. Just like Buzz does on the other side of this movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. On the other side of the Tri-County area, Buzz is doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's probably the same county. I said the, the other other side of the tri county. Well, that would be another county, right? I guess. I don't know if it's, is it twenty blocks away. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> twenty blocks away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man, I love this movie, you guys. Oh yeah. Do you guys? I, let, let's talk about the Stinky Pete catchphrases real quick, because or his the back of his box. Yeah, the quotes Before, on the back of his. Because we're not going to talk about him himself because he didn't show up yet. But right. he's got nine different catchphrases, and they are. There's golden them there hills, with both theirs spelled incorrectly. Help, I think I'm stuck, which is probably the most Stinky Pete one of them all. Mm-hmm. Aw, shucksaroo, which is the only one in quotation marks. I guess this was like his catchphrase. Prob. I really wish he would say this like when he gets thwarted. Yeah, aw, <laughs> shucksaroo. Like he's in, the, he's in the backpack with the Barbie and he's like, aw, shucksaroo. <laughs> and then, oh boy, beans for dinner. Yep. That's that's quality. I love the idea of Sticky Pete is just this character who farts a lot and poops in his outhouse so much that his box is an outhouse. And that he just goes by Stinky Pete. Yeah. He's the prospector. Stinky Pete. Yeah. Not Pete the prospector. Stinky Pete the prospector. (laughs) Oh, man. There should be a scratch and sniff sticker on him. Ugh. No, thank you. (laughs) Did they make... Because I know they made a lotso... Did they uh-huh. make a Stinky Pete? They have 
to have, right? That seems weird for them not to have. I don't well, ever I remember like one, but... I've seen all the other ones. Let yeah. me see if there's a Stinky Pete toy. Yeah, they definitely made a Jesse, obviously. And Oh, no, they're... Oh, my oh, God. Okay, that one was Wait, on eBay really? for... Okay. For $700? What? Oh, so he's the rare one in reality. <laughs> oh. oh, it's a rare one. Mint inbox, never been opened. Oh, my God, are you serious, eBay? Wow. This is fake, right? This has got to be fake. Okay, there's one for yeah, $41. Yes. Yeah. Okay. But this one is a rare that inbox, looks... never been opened, $525. That one looks grotesque, the $41 one. Yeah, yeah. His eyes are all wide open. Yeah. Well, he's a weird looking dude. Yes. We'll talk about him when he actually comes up. Yeah. It's weird because we never. We get the pull string quotes, obviously, for Woody, and we get some here for Stinky Pete, but we never get them for Jesse. Does she have a pull string even? She has a pull string, yeah. You can see it in some of the shots of her. Oh, mouse is freaking out. But we know she has to have something. I mean, we'll talk about this way, way later at the end of the Maybe it's just like if you pull on her string, she'll yodel. Yeah, I feel like, okay, Jesse possible catchphrases. Definitely one is just yodeling. Mm -hmm. I feel like one has to be... Yeehaw. Like, yeehaw, yeah. Yes, because she's always put as, as saying that. And maybe a, uh, no, Ride Like the Wind Bullseye is Woody's. Yeah. Which is weird that Woody's don't refer to any of the rest of his gang. Oh, I know. Definitely, I feel like there has to be one saying her name and saying Bullseye's name, though, because mm-hmm. Andy n- learns their names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, my um, God. Just think about how heartbreaking it would have been if they had figured out a way to take one of his catchphrases from the first movie and retcon it that it was in reference to one of these characters. And Woody realizing that he was saying them all along. Stinky Pete is the snake in my boot! (laughs) (laughs) Something like that, yeah. That would be, oh man. Well, there's a really nice retcon here later with the You've Got a Friend in Me Mm -hmm. being an actual song in universe. Right, which I do. I do like that. There's a lot, and there's even more in the next minute. (laughs) Yeah, well, uh, I guess let's get to that. But until next time, listeners... It's you, 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 it's you. Yeehaw. Sweet mother of Abraham. He is the very best. Bye-bye. He's the cowboy in the 